with our experts, and they include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, and good morning, John Weisgarber. Hi, Tamara. Hi, John. And then Steve is walking our way right now. Good morning. Good morning, Steve Brown. I'm so glad you all could join us this early morning. We're grateful for the what are we? Grateful? Grateful okay. might not be the right word. You sip yeah, on your coffee. <laughs> and we'll get with you in just a few minutes. Let that caffeine take over, Steve. <laughs> I did notice that pumpkins are outside. Oh, yeah. The pumpkins are we in. We pumpkins. <laughs> so exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. It is. Fun time. There's something about it. It's Even though it's the middle of September right now, I want to buy a few. Just to put outside. Well, yeah. I mean, it fits the theme with my mom's. Absolutely. And, it does. and asters. It's fall. Yeah. Pumpkins it is are fall. fall, not necessarily Halloween. Yeah. And luckily, last night we got a few more small pumpkins and gourds that'll oh, be going John, out today. John, that's not a few more. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a big truck full. <laughs> that was a bowl of it. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, I know everybody goodness. can see this. Can't they? <laughs> oh, Steve card. just brought that way. Marianne doesn't have to look at me. Bouquet of why? Uh, thank you, Steve. Bright yellow, bright yellow stuff. Yeah, well, flowers. I'm waiting for you guys to jump bright in. Bright yellow flowers. <laughs> Give me the Latin term, Marianne. Well, there's solidago in there, and is this the helianthemum, Steve? Yeah, the helenium. Yeah. Oh, helenium, not yeah, helianthemum. Helenium. Okay, cool. Helenium. And then the um, and then there's the uh, coreopsis that's in there too. And the coreopsis oh, is about shot. Oh, I didn't see yeah. the coreopsis. It's about gone, but it's, cool. it's on the way out. But and this is from your meadow at home, yeah, right? Yeah, so this is an example of some of the stuff that, you know, whether you're just driving down the highway really? and you look to the right and left and some of these beautiful yellow flowers Can you imagine just that are out there. driving down yeah. the road and there's this, this meadow of, of these flowers? Sea of yellow, beautiful flowers. Yeah. yeah, sea may not be quite right, but there's beautiful patches throughout central Illinois. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, it's you just, are over there. There you are. Yeah, hi. You. Hi. <laughs> it's you a can run, but you can't hide. Yeah. And That's just beautiful. But look at the, what you get to look out your window at. Yeah, How I cool mean, it's just that? gorgeous. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, and it's yeah. different waves. Just It's just like yeah. whether you're in a woodland area and you have different waves of wildflowers yes. in the early spring uh, and summer. It's just the same way out in the pasture or meadow kind of thing. So You two have yeah. very appropriate areas for natural plantings and masses of flowers like that. It doesn't work in... in Smaller yards, but man, a meadow. Yeah. I love it. And because some of these flowers wouldn't necessarily be appropriate for, they wouldn't be tidy enough. Exactly. They might be tall. They might be rangy. They oh, might sure. be too aggressive. Oh, you know the one uh, that would the be garden. appropriate is the Solidago. The, oh, there, yeah. There's one called Fireworks that is pretty tall, but it's still, if it's kind of a biggish garden, it. I, I remember having one many years ago, and it, it's it's uh, just a stunning, looks like a shrub. But then we have a we have a, um, a miniature one. Yeah, uh, we do. Ish. Uh, it's called lemon lemon lem, lemony, I think. Lemony. Uh-huh. Okay. But it, it's, it's as in lemon. Lemon lemony. Okay. <laughs> and and it's just a couple of feet tall, yeah. but much more controlled and very very appropriate for a lot of gardens. Most sizes, but boy, is that a beautiful bouquet? Yes. Thank you, Steve. Well, you're welcome. It's beautiful. Well, Thanks. I thought I could take them home. No, well, you can't. Oh, for whose dead body? Just bring the glass me. back so I don't get in trouble. But you're welcome to take the flowers. <laughs> That's all right. They just seem so appropriate sitting here on the table inside the store. It's beautiful. Surrounded by all of these autumn decorations. Oh, yeah. all, all this fall. Beautiful. I know. This is, uh, this is a big day here. Yes, it gardens. is. Yeah. Do tell, Marianne. Do tell. You guys tell. I've been talking. You talk. 
Well, we've got the fall open house going on yeah. today and tomorrow, <clears throat> so it's throughout business hours. So we're open today till six o'clock. Open start opening at eight, so from eight to six today, and then tomorrow from ten to five. And there's just bazillions of fall decorating ideas mm -hmm. and great product. There's some special open house sale prices on some of the different fall categories. A lot of things on sale throughout the store. And uh, they're having a bunch of the food sampling going on today and Big tomorrow. Big bunches. Yeah. They've, they're just knocking out of the park with some great sampling. Oh, for so, sure. So whether it's uh, cool drinks or warm drinks or uh, food and snacks, just all kinds of fun things they've prepared. So they'll be s sampling that throughout the day, probably starting about 10 o'clock or so, I would guess. And then um, they've got uh, a drawing, too, so you can wave your, win your favorite fall wish. Uh, so they've got a number of prizes throughout the store, and oh, you can choose right. one. Yeah, people can enter to say, you know, much like we do in the spring. Mm -hmm. uh, so they can choose their favorite, and if we draw their name, they win. So most of them are in that four to $600 value range. Uh, and they're all geared towards fall oh. or Halloween decorating. Uh, so you can choose, <laughs> depending upon the package, whether it's the front porch uh, package or entryway package or whether it's a dining package or the hostess with the mostest package or whichever, or there's a, uh, a boutique refresh. Uh, so you could, just, you could choose it in that and get a bunch of neat, well, it didn't have to be cool. fall clothing, but we're saying is get fall and winter wardrobe, some of the cool new items that are picked out. So anyway, everybody can come in and enter to win, and we'll draw a name uh, tomorrow at the at the end of the uh, open house weekend. Fun so. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you can't find something to decorate for fall with here, I don't know where you're going to find oh, it. Oh, yeah, just for don't. sure. Every time I, mean, I walk through the store, it's like, oh, I better have that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I better have that. I'm like, or that. I got to quit walking through the store. That would look really good up on this one shelf, wouldn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or this one little side table I have. No, I'm excited because the glass pumpkins that uh, yeah. you guys have. Um, you have those at 20% off and, this weekend. And that's an extra 20 off off the already discounted prices. And so they normally even start the discounted prices nine ninety seven. And there's just some really incredible ones for 10 bucks. Now it's an extra 20% off that. So for 8 bucks, you're getting this really awesome. Beautiful. Glass they, they really are beautiful. Glass, yeah, glass pumpkin. Well, and then on top of that, you have different colors. Um, and different shades and whatnot, so you can't get just one. No, you can't. There's no. even blue. I mean, seriously. There's even blue. You're I right. Know. There are even it's two beautiful. blues. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, they're they're really beautiful blue. colors, too. Oh, yes. It's like a, really a decorating statement. Mm -hmm. Well, and that, that just, yeah, it fits in with everybody's decor that way, where you don't have to have an orange pumpkin if, you know, if you're using yeah. different colors at home. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, fall can be subtle, too. I especially like the metallic ones. Yes. Which, which you I like would. too. Well, I do. You would. Yeah. And and Mr. Weisgarber has uh, four-inch pots of pandies out there on sale for 99 cents. 99 cents, baby. 99 cents. Nice. And the uh, asters. Oh, my gosh. Purple the asters. There's so much color out there, I can't believe it. It's just it's stunning. Just crazy. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. And and what were the purple asters going for? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, oh, there's some of their seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Yeah, there's some big yeah. two gallon pots that are nine ninety seven that are those are screaming huge, just like the mums. You mm -hmm. know, you know what else we have on sale, and, and of course I love this, is the outdoor furniture. Oh yes, I was looking at that. It's it's such we a nice it collection. It it's all outside, so you really get the feel of how mm -hmm. furniture is outside. Mm -hmm. 
It's really cool. It's Ooh. an extra 20% off the previously marked down price. Extra. Extra. And we're not talking plastic here, kids. No, honey. <laughs> talking this about is good comfortable. Stuff. Yes. And and just beautiful furniture that really could be used inside or out. Exactly. Easily. It's an extra 20. Yeah. Extra 20% off. Yep. Nice. Yep. Uh, boy, and yeah, lots of sales going on. Fruit trees. I know you still have a few left of those. A few fruit trees, a, a couple of shade trees, some ornamentals, some beautiful crab apples. And they're all 70% off, all, yeah. all that I just mentioned. We have Japanese maples left. I don't know how, you but we beautiful do. Beautiful ones, really cool and looking ones. And they are 25% 20, off. 25%, yeah. I think, of oh, sub 20. Yeah. And all the perennials are at least 25% off. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of tw- not only 25%, but 50% some, off. Some are. Mm-hmm. And then the 70%, like you said. The deciduous shrub, 25% off. Hollies, 25%. There's just a lot on sale outside. Mm-hmm. If you need to plant stuff, you better come and get it. And it isn't too late to plant. Oh. She Prime time. stated, but Excellent was really time. Prime time. Yeah. Okay. Excellent time. Speaking of which, I, I think we got to make sure that people don't get take it for granted the small rains that we've had and think that it's over with mm-hmm. so the, the rains are over with yes yeah, the rains are over with but, <laughs> yeah. but, but watering is not no. it's too easy to you know you kind of like at least i lose track of well, when did it water, rain last oh yeah i think we got a tenth or two tenths or a quarter inch or whatever here or there but it's really just not enough just not enough yeah. so you know, whether you're trying to extend the season on your annual containers or whether it's your vegetable and herb garden and you still want to get production because with these warm temperatures, the tomatoes are still going strong. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. Um, and you just got to be out there and watering. A lot of the evergreens, you got to start building up some moisture in them so you can get yep. through this this late fall and winter period that's going to be coming up. So, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. the yeah, hoses need to be going. Don't still. quit. Yeah. So you could you could hose and bucket water, and then you could sit down for a while and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then get, get back up and, up and get at it. And get, <laughs> get back up and dig a hole and plant something <laughs> or, new. Yeah. Or just set the hose out yeah. and get a drink and sit down and watch. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I a did, sprinkler. I did hammock time again this week. Did you? Yeah. Gosh, awesome. John. It's fun. Do you have to wear a motorcycle helmet so the acorns didn't pelt you too much? Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, that is a point. I've, I've got one if you want to borrow one. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I like about it is it's the one spot where my dog can't get on my lap. Nice. No, so this is this is my time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not that you don't love. It gets frustrated and just lays you down know. underneath. You know. That's so You're funny. so mean. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. I understand that me time needed, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lucky you don't have a cat because that wouldn't have stopped them. Mm, no. <laughs> but it really wouldn't stop the dog if somebody would give a helping hand. Yes. Well, okay. Sure. Point. <laughs> I love it. So uh, 3569397, by the way, is our phone number, or you can text us at 351-5357. Now, we mentioned the open house, which is going on today and tomorrow here at Prairie Gardens. Coming up next weekend, uh, we've got the Pudgy Pumpkin Fall Festival going on. That's going to be Saturday, one day only, and that's uh, geared towards kids family family activity yes yeah i guess you adults can come with the kids but there's going to be somebody's got to drive right pony rides petting zoo balloon tying face painting 
food trucks. Straw maze. Straw maze. Kids going games. On. Kids oh, games. the train. You have a train yeah, this year. we've got a train, train this year. Fun yeah. stuff. It's very yeah. cool. Running around through the Charblot area. Mm-hmm. Adults and kids fun. can both fit on the train. That's nice. Yeah. 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 I think even some adults probably without a kid could probably get on it. Photo. Oh. As long as they don't. Photo op. Make the kids wait too much longer. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. But yes. Parents, well, you want some really great photo ops. Definitely bring them out here to Prairie Gardens. There are there's, all sorts there's of beautiful not settings. There's a lot of things that you can do with kids, you know. There's not. I mean, no, I'm just saying <laughs> that this is another opportunity for something to do with your kids oh. where, where yeah, for sure. yes. you know, they got to be entertained. Mm-hmm. You want them to run their little feet off so that they'll sleep later on. Well, they're going to have the train set up out in the shrub lot, so it'll, it'll be a neat area. So they'll be riding through a bunch of evergreen trees oh. and then through some grasses and then through mums. And yeah, so they'll be definitely really? incorporated with nature. So it'll, it'll, be, be, it'll be a lot Good of fun. point. Yeah, I'll bet this guys could, you guys could create a really scenic route for a the train. Route. I love <laughs> it. I bet we could. <laughs> That's so neat. So, again, that's going on next Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Budgie Pumpkins Fall Festival. And it's free, and a lot of the games are free. If you want to bring a few dollars, though, they're going to have some food trucks here. And uh, uh, Yeah, there's a nominal charge for the face painting and blue tying and right. pony ride kind of thing. If you want to but feed the animals in the petting zoo, I think it's like just a little bit for the yeah. feed. They yeah. got to eat, too. It's so fun. It, it really is fun for the whole family, and uh, it doesn't get overcrowded here because the store is large enough and your greenhouses are large enough that I, I, I never feel claustrophobic at all. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's next Saturday, and then this weekend, going back to that, that's the fall open house. So t- uh, t- today and tomorrow's event is more adult and decorating uh, yeah. Here. Yeah. Get some great ideas. Boy, inside the store just really does look fabulous. Every time you walk around, you see some other little vignette that's been created. And it, this yes. is really cool. And I am excited that you got pumpkins in, particularly because I am having trouble with my pumpkins that I'm trying to grow. I don't think I can get my flowers pollinated because they they bloom in the early morning. And uh, I just have not been able to find a male and a female blooming at the same time. So I looked online, and then I talked to John, and it was suggested that I put other flowers around it to really attract the pollinators. Uh So I've done that, and I just have my fingers crossed. But Uh. Well, if if you don't see some fruit set by now... Mm -hmm. Probably not going to happen. I'd probably be... uh, Picking those blossoms off and frying, frying them, them up, yeah. frying <laughs> them up and eating them. Oh heck yeah! Really? Yeah, and just oh, and yeah. just forget the. Uh, the, the well, the if nothing else, it's sure. a learning experience. Oh, for sure. Even if they don't come in before Halloween. And who knows? You and might just grow them next year just for the blossoms alone. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. after frying like them up, you'll like them so well. They are good. <laughs> they really are. So really, I had never heard of that. Yeah. That sounds great. I've heard of uh, baking the pumpkin seeds, though. And you not only have carving pumpkins out here, you've got pumpkin pie pumpkins. Pie pumpkins, yeah. And the heirlooms probably are the nicest heirloom pumpkins we've ever had. They're really nice. There's some yeah. really unusual shapes. Colors are more intense. Uh, just a c- tremendous crop. That's yeah. what it's all about, the, the unusual shapes and colors. Yeah. Yeah. Gnarly, yeah. colorful. 
Yeah. And just mixing these things in your fall containers. So it doesn't have to be just flowers, but whether it's the oh. traditional mums that we have or the asters that we've mentioned or some of the other annuals that are a little bit more cool tolerant that are out there, the ornamental peppers are another great textural element to add to the containers and the combos. Aren't those beautiful? I think those are some of the best um, ornamental peppers we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Just about every color you can imagine. Oh and the God, size yeah. variance of the fruit uh, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and is really shapes, neat. There's even some that are round. Which yep. is really cool. Round and purple. Yeah. And again, incorporating yeah. some of these heirlooms or the pie pumpkins into your containers, too. So, again, it's just one more textural element, another splash of color. Yeah. yeah. Another different shape. Right. Cool stuff. And a little tip about we know that our friends, the squirrels, <laughs> like to get on the pumpkins. Oh, uh, that's right. I've had a lot of success uh, with spray varnish. Whether you want to do shiny or matte finish. Uh, it puts a coating on the outside and is somewhat of a deterrent. Kind of makes it taste sticky. Somewhat of. Until it gets its teeth in there. They oh, don't like that's the good t- advice. So they don't like the taste of varnish, is that what you're it's saying? Not. There you <laughs> go. If John's had success with it with his population no squirrels. No kidding. Where oh. he's lived the last 20 years at different S- locations. Squirrel City. He is our squirrel expert. <laughs> <laughs> Take that how you want, right? Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, what's everybody been doing in their garden this past week? Y'all been busy? John's obviously been in the hammock, teasing the dog. (laughs) I have. Cruel and unusual. Yeah. Watering. Mm Mm-hmm. And then watering. Watering. And then watering. Because you've planted enough things this summer where you you probably have been watering a lot. I uh, added, uh, uh, I've been trying to research drought-tolerant plants for nice. shade which is which oh is for tough. shade which is which is hard it's tough you know? yeah um i did add in some barren wort this year which or epimedium, epimedium yep which is pretty tolerant of, it, and of it, drought. it colonizes so well oh yeah I and in it. fact i've got about uh, uh 20 square feet i need to dig up and bring to you <laughs> wow. That's, that's only like half of it. <laughs> so, so you're saying that I'll clear you out for a, a year, year and a half till it fills N- back Not quite. <laughs> it's, uh, it really colonizes well. It's not invasive by any means, but it is so cool. It, it's a really low-growing ground cover. has a really unusual-shaped leaf. But the neat thing is that in the spring, the flowerscapes come up first. So And, and they're not like, oh, hey, look at me, not like these yellow flowers. They're subtle colors and, mm-hmm. and really pretty little tiny things yeah. um min- little flowers on, on on a flowerscape about what would you say five six inches tall yeah and then the leaves come out kind of like hellebores do you know yeah. so okay. it's, it's kind of cool then kinda then this semi heart shape is yeah leaves. and and yeah. there's th- and that's how they're hybridizing for them now is the different shaped leaves and there's one that has um a lot of uh tooth teeth they, they call it teeth what am I trying to say? Come on, spit Serrated. it out for me. Serrated. Serrated. Thank you. Serration <laughs> around the edge. <laughs> Thank you. Some mornings are like that, you know. Ah, I can't yeah. Anyway. Don't have to explain and, to me, honey. And, and then there's purple le- or ca- ones that come out with a purple leaf and, and turn green during the, the mm-hmm. season. But mm-hmm. epimediums are really neat. They're a great ground cover. And and, and uh, erosion control, too, in the shade. So, oh. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, drought nice tolerant plant. and drought tolerant. Yeah. Not not many plants that are drought tolerant in the shade. I that's a tough one. Would guess so. Yeah. So what else have you found? Uh, pretty good 
tolerance with the uh, pachysandra. Pachysandra would and, be great, uh, yeah. of course, you know, the English ivy, which will grow everywhere, no matter what. Boy, that's an understatement, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, yeah. But I, I don't mind because it's a it's a good filler. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Well, I remember putting it in a combination pot once and sitting it by my oak tree out in front of the house, and it sat there all season long. And it was a variegated English ivy, and it crept down the side of the pot and onto the ground, and it started up the tree. Wow. And and I didn't think anything about it that quickly. You know, I took it. I took I you know, took the pot apart for the fall and, and took it inside and I didn't bother to pull it up because I thought well you know the winter's gonna kill it well it didn't <laughs> <laughs> oops <laughs> so would you call it aggressive vigorous a vigorous there okay that's nice yes vigorous <laughs> yeah it's amazing uh, there was one original batch or, or patch when I moved into the house and then I I put in two two other ones and. It's amazing how just in one season they'll they'll really start to nice. take off. Hmm. And even if you plant them late, like I planted them later in, you know, late July and August, and boom, the next season they were just going going at it. Yeah. I remember, um, I don't think, it wasn't this last winter, but maybe the winter before or maybe the winter before that. It was a bad winter, and um, for, for English ivy anyway, across the street from me, a, a big patch of it had been very damaged by the winter. And, man, it was it was back in shape in, like, no time. Wow. A, a few weeks. <laughs> like so many things, it's got a great root system. Yeah. And, and the foliage really just got does. burned. Yeah, it did. You know, just dehydrated. Yeah. Sure. And that's the reason we need to winter or keep keep water going up into the winter on on evergreens and and uh, broadleaf evergreens that they just need to have the moisture in them. Like Steve said, you really got to get keep up with it now. Make sure that the plants are really hydrated up into the plant. So, yeah, I mean it's, it's really a critical time right now because the temperatures are above average. They're warm right now, yeah. mm-hmm. and the plants are still doing their doing their thing. Yeah. You know? and yeah. so it's it's easy to just to say, ah, I'm. I watered all summer. Done I'm kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, you're really no. not. You're, you're no. not. No. No. So if you you know if you're done with some of your annual combos, fine. You know you can do that. If you're yeah. done with your vegetable garden, fine. Yeah. But it's the woody plants that you really need to watch out for. For sure, absolutely. Okay. Yep. And it's it has been hard because everything is still flourishing. Um, I, I don't want to lose my summer flowers because they look great right now. I'm ripping mine out of the pots. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Do you know, uh, are you going to redo just a, por- a portion of the containers for fall? A portion of them, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? A lot of my pots have evergreens in them as the, as the thriller. The, ah. Okay. So, yeah, but I'm ripping out some of the fillers. But some of them will be... Um, refreshed yeah. and we've got the color to do it now oh, absolutely. honestly if you yeah. can't find something out there now to fill in your combo pots we're just even noticing this morning pulling up to the store the mums that linda grew are just outstanding of mm, course fabulous. but, uh, but the, the colors swelling enough now where from you, a distance you can you say can oh tell. i can tell what color yeah. this is and what color the, the is. 65 so. mile an hour color yeah. yellow yellow <laughs> starting to break open i love calling it that yes you slowed down to 65 Let's go ahead. Well, that's when uh, I'm going into the driveway. Okay. So. Gotcha. Dan wants to join us. He's calling in from Chicago. Good morning, Dan. Dan from Chicago. Well, hi, Dan oh, from Dan. Chicago. Hi. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, <laughs> amigo. What's up? Okay, we, we have a couple of Japanese maples in our backyard, one of which did not make it through last year's harsh winter. 
Mm. And I'm sure that that late snow in April didn't help. But the question is, any chance it might come back in the spring? And uh, we've got our fingers crossed and our our pinkies crossed. But um, and is there anything we can do now to maybe, you know, help that process? Uh, prayer. <laughs> oh. uh, sure. I believe in prayer. Ma- there you Ma- go. Magic. I, I do too. Magic. Do you believe in magic? And short of prayer, I I think that's your only hope right now, <laughs> Diane. Or Diane. Okay, Diane. So Sorry about that, hope. Diane. So you're telling me there's a chance. There, I'm telling you there's a chance. <laughs> but, wow. but not much of one, Dan. I, honestly, I, in fact, I experienced that myself this year. I had, uh, and, and I was telling Steve, I had half of a Japanese maple die. I, I actually found out what it was. I'm going to tell you in a little bit. But, okay. yeah, you know, you, you, you watch it and you watch it and you think, oh, it's going to come back. I just know it is. You talk to it nice. You water it a little more. You mulch it a little more. But, no. <laughs> it's, it's if it, it, if it didn't come out of the winter, you're, it's yeah. We're pretty far down the road now, Dan. I don't I don't think so. If, if there's no leaves now, I think we're yeah. We're pretty it, sure. I think it's, it's probably even a waste of your time. But you could do the obligatory scratch on the bark and with your thumbnail and see if there's any signs of life below it. But and then when you finish that, get your spray paint out and yeah. and paint it a really pretty color because it'll be fun for a little bit. <laughs> so, so, so are okay. you the are you the more optimistic one in your household, or is your wife? Uh, that would be my wife. Yeah. And uh, uh, does anybody know that it's five forty-one in some parts of the country? People are just up early gardening, uh, or what? Well, you know, some of us uh, are early risers. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> you know what was keeping me up last night? This is going to be a silly question, but. Uh, but grass, if you let it grow long enough, you know, it will get seedlings at the top, correct? Yes, yes. Now, will that happen throughout the year, or does it just happen, like, early in the year? You know, no, it'll, it'll happen throughout. Okay. Because that's my new uh, overseeding process that I'm contemplating, you know, just letting the grass grow long, so then the seeds will come up, and then I'll, then I'll cut it, and so then hopefully it'll... Uh, you Why know, not? Take care of the uh, take care of the bear patches. Is that nice. going to work, or, or do I have to pray some more? <laughs> I don't think prayer ever hurts, but uh, I think you got something going on there. And that kept you up oh. a while, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say he, the moonlight. He's got every he's got everything else under control, okay. so he has time to. Worry. I, okay, I yeah. think that's fabulous, man. That you know, hey, you know, I, if you can get somebody to mow like it when my it's wife tells me, I need to get a life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. I think there's worse things to worry about. Yes. <laughs> well, I, th- Dan, I don't know if it's a, if it's the front yard or the backyard, but I don't know maybe what your neighbors might think about letting it grow that long. Yeah, it'll be the backyard. So. Okay. Oh, well, then you can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think your biggest problem is convincing your wife to do that. I don't think the neighbors are a factor. <laughs> I think you need to look a little yeah. bit closer. Yeah. Well, there's half the price more than I guess. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Good well, to hear from you. You Have too. Good day, Dan. Yeah. See you, Dan. Bye. Bye-bye. Take a nap. 356-9397 is our phone number, or you can text us at 351-5357. This is Plant Experts Live I at tell you, They're Gardens. just listening to this podcast from throughout the world, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You know it. Well, they're all fans of yours. That's crazy. I mean, well, yeah, well, it is crazy. We're grateful for Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan, that was very entertaining. So I take it you know Dan. 
We know kinda, Dan. Yeah, yeah. kind of came across we, that We know way. Dan. <laughs> so back to what you're doing in your yard this week or what you plan, what you did or what you plan on doing. Uh, anybody? You, 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 the grass seed thing, I saw you and your Dan. Yeah. Uh, buying grass buying seed. Buying grass yeah. seed last week. So ripping apart um, combo pods and overseeding. We did a core aeration in our yard because I, I told you we started a lawn from seed in July. Oh, how crazy is that? I don't, I don't know. I'm Even not the expert. Don't, don't do, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> so actually, we had a, a a reasonable stand of grass grow. I was really amazed. It was just incredible. You got a good base. But it it, it did. Um, I, I think the soil wasn't as as good a quality as I would have liked. But this is where I filled filled in the had the pond filled in. So it was soil that was brought in. So I, that soil is going to be have have to be built up. But a core aeration helped. Um, we did some overseeding at that. time time um and, and water of course but it's starting to fill in That's okay cool. so next year i anticipate having a good lawn there yeah now, so maybe this fall even you could top dress with some compost yeah i was actually considering that yeah a, a very thin layer of compost that always helps doesn't it breaks up stuff and well, gentle fertilizer especially that's there and then the next time you core aerate it's just going to get better. worked down in yeah, better and uh, better a little better and better yep Absolutely. Uh, so you're doing a little lawn renovation yeah. um, because this is the perfect time, the very best time of year to sow grass seed. Yes, Of course, is. you have to stay on top of the watering, but you have warm soil temperatures, less weed competition uh, now in the fall than you do in the spring. So you have a couple things really going for you. And it's going to germinate much more quickly if you keep it moist uh, in the fall because of the warmer temperatures than it would in the spring. And then cooling off at night really helps hugely. Takes some of that edge off. Yeah, it certainly does. But, man, we've had so many people buying grass seed lately. It's just it's been crazy. Good. Yeah, so it is good. It's think a time. Of, think about doing that to your lawns. Uh, again, if you want to consider fertilizing in the fall because the fall is the best time to feed your lawn. I would only do it right now if you've been watering or if you have a lush green lawn and you're willing to water if it, if it stays dry. Uh, otherwise, I might wait another few weeks or another month and see if we get some moisture picking back up and, and do it at that point in time. Because if your lawn's brown or stressed, there's really no reason to feed right now. Um, you could consider some weed control this fall, not in conjunction with sowing the grass seed, but fall is a good time to try and spot treat and take care of some of the weeds that are out there. So you maybe take care of them now and have get off to a easier start, a better looking lawn next uh, next spring and summer. Hmm. So I'd consider that. That's a good tip. Yeah, um, and again, planting. I would I do fall combo pots and containers. It's the time to do that. Uh, any trees and shrubs or perennials that are out there on sale, it's a great time to get them in the ground and water them and get off to a fast start. We have been selling arborvitaes like crazy. Oh, really? Oh, and some of those limber pines. Oh, those are really those beautiful. Those are beautiful. I put one in my backyard. I love it. Absolutely love it. But we have a, a nice selection of, of evergreens. Um, man, this is, like Steve said, this is definitely the time to be planting. Mm -hmm. Just, wow. We talked Good. about house plants a little bit last week or the week before. Mm -hmm. uh, think ahead, because before you know it, you'll be bringing them inside. If you want to overwinter some of the things that you've placed out onto porches and patios. Um, and and quite often, there's some critters that find their way no. on the plant. <laughs> this this is National White Fly time. I've, oh, really, geez. I yeah, have... I definitely have seen white flies now, I, and uh, and then I used a systemic. <laughs> Good for you. But I also learned firsthand what a bag worm looks like. 
A bad worm? To a, a bag, bag worm. A oh, bag worm. Yes. So, but fortunately, I think I picked them all off. I wasn't finding too many. What, 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 what was it on? Uh, junipers. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Pretty common. Yeah. Yep. Bagworm uh, yeah. magnet. So, so you did the right thing. Uh, physically remove what you can this time of year. There's no reason to spray. You wouldn't do any good. Nope. But physically remove them, and you'll be removing potentially thousands and thousands of them yeah. from uh, hatching next wow. summer. So, Incredible. yeah, and feeding and causing damage. So Yeah. That seemed like it was the number one thing that we had pest-wise this summer. The question I mean, just yeah. countless people. Yeah. With bagworms? Bagworms, yeah. yeah. Must just must have been a really high population must have been the perfect winter for them and yeah you know, they just really flourished one is is obnoxious is the probably the second biggest pest japanese beetles mm-hmm. um, <laughs> those uh, yep were a problem but usually those don't kill things right they usually cause cosmetic damage I and mean, they could they could devastate some younger plants but most things will bounce back from that but the bagworms can kill real okay absolutely yeah. So good to know. Yeah, that's yeah. So you definitely want to keep your eyes on that. You know, but back to the, the house plant thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about three different ways to try and knock the population down to get them clean before they come in the house, and one is a systemic that uh, Marianne mentioned, or that you mentioned. Right. A lot of times they're granular, right? Yeah, and, that's um, right. And it basically is just works its way into the plant's system, thus the name. So when the, the insects are feeding on the plant, they ingest the insecticide and it wipes them out. Okay. Uh, the other thing would be to do a, a, just a good physical cleaning of the plant. And uh, I'm not saying just blasting it with a hose would be my number one choice, but if I was not too into uh, working too hard at it, that would be one consideration is to knock a bunch of critters off. But if you were willing to wipe the plant down, and it could be with a rag or a sponge and soapy water or however you choose to physically eradicate them. I'm, I'm not too much into the Q-tip method. I'm trying to see myself wiping down a Dracaena or something. With a Q-tip. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> to, see, I'm trying to see you do that too. <laughs> yeah. Just not working. <laughs> no kidding. So, hose so, it down. Hose it down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and there were three. Well, three. <laughs> then you'll apply a topical insecticidal soap or of your choice or whatever Would it be type like a, of a contact insecticide. Contact yeah, insecticide. like it would spray on. Or? Yeah. yeah, spray. Okay. On. Yeah. Spray on. It, do it outside if you can, so it can you know air circulation and it'll dry when it's dry. You you can handle it, but okay, yeah. nice. So that way you get the plant clean before you bring it inside. Yeah, and nice. and, and when. I'm not, I shouldn't even look at Marianne when I'm asking this question. <laughs> John, when would you bring your plants inside? I would bring it in before it is consistently 50 degrees at night. Before that? Before that. Go figure. Really? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Ex- except the mums. <laughs> no, they're we're not house, house plants. plants. <laughs> no, your Good tropical point. indoor house plants. Fifty. Okay. So, yeah. so you I don't wait until you know, about ten o'clock at night. You know, the night it's going to do a hard freeze, and, and you just raining. throw a sheet yeah. over it. You, you, that's <laughs> not when you bring them in. Yeah. <laughs> you bring them in. You know, forty-five is kind of pushing it. Fifth forty. You know. You know. Huh. Yeah. Okay, good I'll advice. give that a shot that's, this year. That's why I didn't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a shot this year. And the, the, fourth, meth- the fourth method of insect control is Marianne's method. 
which frost. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it it has a little bit of an impact on the leaves too, but <laughs> <laughs> but hey. But I'll tell you what, most of those oh, bugs like, don't live. That's right. Really? <laughs> okay then. The plant itself <laughs> is another discussion. <laughs> Just you know, good. Okay. Collateral damage. While we are on the topic of <clears throat> your plants, you um, teased us with a Japanese maple that had died halfway. Oh, yes. And you're going to fill us in on that. This is really, I, I thought it was fascinating, but it, it's it's a Japanese maple I've had for a lot of years. And it's um, it stays about 12 to 15 feet tall. So, you know, it was mature. It was, you know, doing its thing really pretty. Like all Japanese maples, for heaven's sakes. Beautiful. And it had two uh, um, major trunks at about five feet high. You know, it split and went up. Not, not in a, 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 a way that it was splitting down the middle. But one half of it this year simply died. The leaves just got crispy and brown. And Steve and I talked about it. And he said, because I was afraid it was verticillium because I do have verticillium in my yard, but on the other side, and, and it doesn't seem to be manifesting itself on that side of the yard. But um, he, he, he told me about a, a Japanese maple that he had died, just, just all of a sudden died, but he planted another one back in because he liked it so well, yeah. even though it could have been that, that uh, fungal vascular fungal problem. And the next one didn't die. In fact, he said it's still alive many years later. So it obviously wasn't that problem probably. And I thought, well, I've got a chance. Well, I found out. I had a friend of mine who's an arborist. You're just as optimistic as Dan. I know. <laughs> so I, I, have, saying, I have a chance. I have a chance. I did. So I left it there and I left it there and I, I had uh, Greg come out and look at it and it, he, it's like, no, cut it down. <laughs> oh, it's a gall yeah. uh, uh, oh. on the limb. I, it's not the, the kind of little um, acorn sized gall that you usually see. It was it Crown was, gall? It, yeah, it was just, it, it just affected one side of the tree. What's a gall? It's, just believe me, it's something that you don't want to have on your trees. It's uh, <laughs> bacterium from what I remember. Oh, okay. And I think, I don't know if the genus is agrobacterium, maybe. Well, I can't, I don't remember that. I mean, gosh. But, but the, the cells hyperplasia, hypertrophy, <sighs> and increase in number, increase in size around this. Hmm. And, and it stops it stops anything going up, just like the verticillium, just like the, the fungal issue. But just know that if you have it, it's probably going to kill the tree. Hmm. And I keep hoping. <laughs> so I finally did cut one half of it off, and I haven't cut the other half off. But I'm going to because it's going to kill it. Oh. So it's really a shame. No getting rid but of it. it's, it's like another opportunity. I've gotten used to that in the last uh, seven or eight years, another opportunity, you know, lo- losing trees. Keeping I, you humble. Honestly, I just can't <laughs> yeah. believe how many trees I've lost. But, but you know, you've, you just plant another one, or, or instead of shade gardening, you're sun gardening now. And, you know, this just, you know, you move on. Gar- gardens are never static. Other than a dead tree limb, what other signs could you advise us to look for to make sure that we don't have something like that? Oh, there was nothing to look for. I, it just was all of a sudden half the tree was dead. Okay. Th- and that was no just other like, signs. No, that I could see. Right. I, I had a frost crack in it, which I've been watching and cleaning, and it was healing itself quite nicely. Mm. You know, growing around. You know, taking the ragged edges off of it, like I always tell people to do, and yeah, just trying to watch it, make sure there's no insects in it and that kind of stuff. But okay. And then it didn't. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm so. Have you figured out what you're going to plant there? I know. You know, Cesar. Yes, thinking. I have. 
<laughs> I'm actually going to try a, a holly. The, the boy-girl combinations we have out there. Uh-huh. I, I think we have China Boy, nice. China Girl, something. Yeah. But anyway, it's a, a boy and a girl, male and a female in a pot. So you've got the pot. You, you only have to buy one pot. It's the a, royal it's, family. That's the royal nice. family. And it's uh, uh, just, you know, you're just buying one container, but it, it has the boy and girl in it. So you're you're going to have berries until one of them dies, which I hope they don't. But, uh, right. yeah, and it's they're evergreen, broadleaf evergreen with... Right red berries mm-hmm. on it in the winter which attract or are for birds birds use them if you leave the stems on you know if you don't cut them for christmas decorations that would be a nice change in yeah. terms of how you're feeling about that space yeah and i mean it'll be something different it'll, yeah it'll, you know, hopefully you'll enjoy as much as you enjoyed that maple for years yeah i i actually yeah. have not grown holly um over the years and, and it, it'll be something much different there's a really deep rich green that's what i like about uh, it they're yeah. just beautiful yeah. it's Those a shrub right yes yeah. um, but, but what eight to ten feet eight to ten feet yeah. tall so oh. it's almost as tall as the japanese maple that i'm uh that replacing yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting i had no idea they could get that tall they can you don't have to let them get that tall but they can certainly okay. and the, how, how much maintenance would they require water yeah, and that's uh, you know that's going to be one of those uh, plants that she's really going to have to make sure is well watered going into the winter, uh, not just the first few years, but it's a broadleaf evergreen, so it's going to dehydrate M- most and, years. And, and the problem with the challenge with the with the hollies is because the leaves are so gorgeous. I mean, they're just stunning. You want to try and have as many of those possible without brown spots or yeah. any stress or anything symptoms that it's showing from dehydration. So. Okay. So this is in a more protected area on my property. So you know, it's uh, next to a, a privacy fence, and there there are bigger trees around. So, so it, it's a little bit protected. Heart so shade, I, heart sun. W- actually, it's going to be in mostly sun, but it'll be protected from wind. Is is the oh. point? A little bit, not 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 entirely, but a little bit. So yeah, all, all those things help. Nice. All right. Well, I think we're almost about out of time. So, real quick, let's go ahead and... Fall open house today and tomorrow. Yes. Uh, lots of great food sampling, tons of fall decorating ideas. Uh, tons. Expert designer advice inside and outside the store, helping you with your fall decorating ideas. Uh, register ruin your favorite fall wish. We've got about five or six different prizes there worth four to $600 each. Uh, it could be a fall wardrobe refresh from the boutique. Yeah. It could be a front porch makeover. It could be a hostess with the mostest package. Nice. Tablescape package. Lots of cool things. So today and tomorrow, fall open house at PG. Fun, fun, fun. Come see us. All right. Thanks, you guys. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Thank you so much for listening. And keep in mind, if you uh, when you come out to the open house today, also become an IB Long member and you'll get an extra 10% off on Tuesdays. A podcast of this show will be available later today at WDWS.com. And of course, we need to say, go Illini! (laughs) They've had quite the winning record so far. Let's hope it continues. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy your weekend.